Hey everyone, you are listening to Ink Feathers podcast and this is your host Ishika Jain. Last week we completed a series of poems from Midnight Writers and now from this week onwards we are going to expand our treasure and we are going to bring different stories poems from our different books and also interview with writers so you will listen to us on every friday a new podcast episode will be released if you haven't followed us yet so please do and check out insta handle of ink feathers publishing and you can also connect with me at ishikajain112 so today i'm going to narrate a story from the anthology published by ink feathers the forgotten sagas which is edited by trisha saxena and the story is titled the day when humanity bled written by dr shritama das so here it goes time 7 am date 9th august 1945 the place is nagasaki japan i looked at the table clock by my bed the time was 7 am hurray i'm up before the bell on my birthday mamma is gonna be so impressed Thinking my mind aloud, I rushed towards the kitchen without even changing my sleeping gown. Mama, mama! I raised my voice, looking around for my dearest Oka-san, my mother. But she didn't respond. I searched for my papa, my Otu-san. He's also nowhere to be found. Ah, uh, everyone must be at Onichin's elder brother's room upstairs. Following my quest to see my family on this special day, I rapidly marched towards my destination. They love Onichan more than me. Everyone forgot my birthday. Fasting in anger, I pushed open the door which read Sinatra Mania. I had no idea what that meant though. All these elder boys are crazy about it. Brushing aside my thoughts, I pushed open the door and for a moment my heart sank. Everything was dark inside. Slowly as my eyes got adjusted, I could see flickering little lights in the middle of the room. Now I can feel soft arms scooping me and swaying me in the air. Happy birthday little miss, you are six now. Suddenly I was in mama's arm, swaying to and fro in the air, then into papa's, followed by Onichin. A happy day for me. It's my birthday today. Mama asked me to dress in my best dress as we would go to the Urakami Cathedral. 7:45 a.m. I must find my best pink dress with frills and flowers. But I'm hungry. I shall get myself a piece of my birthday cake. Wasting no time, I walk towards the counter in the hall to grab my favorite cotton sponge cake when I hear mama speak to papa. I'm worried. When is this war ending? I promised her to go to the cathedral this morning, but it's not safe outside. Silently biting into the piece of cake, I walk back to my room wondering, what is war? Is it a game? <laughs> Mama worries a lot. 10:50 a.m. Finally after dressing up in my favorite pink candy soft dress with the matching silk kanzashi traditional hair ornament on my hair, We walked towards the Urakami Cathedral, Nagasaki, the largest Roman Catholic church of the East. I read it in my prayer book. <laughs> I was wondering how my mama's hands feel so soft. 
playfully looking up to the cloudy sky my childish thoughts drifted towards many other events happening nearby i saw some of my age kids playing nearby my eyes swiftly drifted to another insignificant event and once again i was thinking my mind aloud that big boy of my onichin's age maybe 16 is riding the bicycle so smoothly what's there in his bag letters maybe papa told me once i'll ride bicycle one day to my school when i'm older i emerged from the pool of my thoughts hearing my mama greet someone slightly bowing down in her pretty patterned silk kimono mama engaged in small talks with the parish priest just outside the cathedral i liked this man though i knew very little of him he greeted me like always but with an extra effort today good morning wish you a wonderful happy birthday 10:55 am the clouds seemed to clear a bit I gazed behind to see my pretty small wooden house with a pumpkin field in front. I felt a rising pride in my little heart. My home looked the best in the town. All of a sudden, a rapidly growing heavy metallic buzzing sound caught my attention. Looking up, I could see something like those structures called fighter planes in the posters in my elder brother's room hovering all above. 11:02 a.m. A strange sound followed by a strange odor filled the air. Everything was dark in a wink of an eye. Tremendous heat waves thrashing around. Huge flames were engulfing everything. Huge rings were rising from the ground towards the sky very high like it would happen when I dropped a pebble in a still pond. I could see a strange mushroom shaped cloud. white on the outer side and purplish black inside with the rings of fire flashes in middle boiling up it seemed like a secret pathway connecting the core of the earth to the end of the sky in heaven what an awesome sight it was i had never seen something like this before but always had imagined about a secret pathway to heaven maybe this was it Maybe my imaginations were getting their wings to reality. But wait, my imaginations weren't that of hell. I always thought of heaven with beautiful angels in white robe around lots of cotton sponge cakes with strawberries to eat. What I could witness now was nowhere close to that. I could see a huge ball of fire moving around and engulfing everything in its way. It was maybe 10 times larger than the sun. From the other side of a fire, tornado was rolling over, burning down almost every house and everything into ashes. Was the world ending? Sudden jolt of fear shook me, and I cried out nervously looking around, hoping to find the exact scene I was just a few moments back. The cathedral was gone. The pieces of angel statues were lying everywhere. Where was my mama? Mama, where are you? I cried and looked around searching for my mama. She was nowhere to be found. One moment she was here chatting with the priest and this moment I could see no one except fire. Lots of fire 
broken buildings which were shining bright just today in the morning it seemed like all of a sudden the daylight was gone and the darkest of night had fallen upon us i looked back to catch a glimpse of my home and planning to run into there maybe mama was there to get others from the house but where was my home the place where i nested was gone without any trace behind the pumpkin field was burning in huge sky high flames <sighs> a shiny thing caught my eye i looked carefully yes that's the guitar the silver guitar specially painted by my onichan inspired by his favorite music band but it was broken why would he break it i wondered my thoughts paused again maybe forever i saw my onichan my best playmate lying in a pool of blood in the place which i called home he was moving his fingers just like he would while playing his guitar but in a much slower speed his left eye was open with all bruises better than his right one which was hanging out on his face pieces of nail and glasses were stuck on his lips face and all over <laughs> i turned away my little heart could not bear this horrific view but i hadn't seen the worst yet the person on the bicycle carrying letters in his bag on the motoyasu bridge i could see him the bridge was burning there were so many charred bodies with their half skull severed arms all around i saw him lying on his back naked his hands and legs were towards the sky and trembling like he was tied to an invisible rope like a puppet his back was burnt so was his earlobe and hair but he was alive he was thirsty that's when i could see the water drops falling the large black drops it was raining but it was raining black the puppet boy i named the burnt boy on the bridge so the puppet boy opened his mouth trying to quench his thirst with the slightest drops of rain in his black mouth i didn't stop there to see if he survived i moved forward and kept stumbling upon the apocalyptic city of nagasaki i witnessed the horrendous day like it was some horror movie thriving back to reality once a bright sunny happy city had now become a city of walking dead a city of burning hell all i could see was darkness fire freshly demolished civilization burning and crying people rugged skins broken limbs and skulls and blood lots of blood initially the cries were louder but gradually they became feeble and lost parts of the city was just burning no other sound was to be heard My god what have we done I heard a voice coming from far above the voice was mixed with anxiety fear deception guilt and remorse I could see the fighter plane with the burning tail with pilots inside hovering over the sky I could see the two men inside it and could feel their agony and fear soaring up and down 
I could understand the meaning of war by now. It was not their fault. They were just the followers of their country's leaders. They were just a tiny bit of America. They were not told that it was not just another bombing over a country. They were not aware that it was a nuclear attack with their bomb model Fat Man over the city of Nagasaki, Japan, 9th August 1945. It was nobody's fault yet everybody's fault. It was so clear to me. I could see and feel everything. I could hear millions of voices, cries of pain ringing in my ears all the time. My mind was full of bloody pictures and the aftermath of these attacks. I could visualize the generations of human civilization trapped in the poison radiations. I could see the black nail growing back every time in an 80 year old on his left little finger where he was injured with a glass pieces 70 years back in Nagasaki on 9th August 1945 i could see the lady with the permanent blindness and fish like scaly skins and the old man who was once a cute child with glowing skin now filled with strange alien like scabs covering his body I was seeing the future. I was seeing the past and I was seeing the present. While on my journey to nowhere, I almost forgot about my mama and myself. A shrill cry of a lady broke me into reality. Kazuko, Kazuko baby, wake up. Kazuko, wake up my dear. It's your birthday. My girl, what happened to you? I could recognize the voice, the patent kimono which was now peeling off along with the skin from the shoulders that was my mama. But why was she crying? I was restless. I tried to hold her soft hands and comfort her. Mama, I'm here just beside you. Mama, look at me. I was crying desperately, but my mama was not comforting me and holding small doll like body in her arms and clinging to her mama was crying and grieving for a black burnt doll whose everything was charred except her favorite pink silk kanzashi traditional hair ornament frozen time the date is 9th august 1945 it's kazuko's 6th birthday the place is nagasaki japan It's not anyone's fault but everyone's fault. The soul of little Kazuko hung to herself while leaving behind the mortal world to leap ahead in the realm of imaginations where little boy and fat man would never strike her again. <sighs> We have a short note from the author. and uh, here's what she said this article was a small tribute to the lost souls and the survivors of the nuclear attack on japan on 6th and 9th august 1945 
even after 75 years of the attack, that apocalyptic day in the history of times brings shiver down the spine of possibly every living soul. In today's time, world has more powerful weapons than the fat man and the little boy. The nuclear bomb model names and more powerful strings of hatred embedded in their hearts. From then till date, many things have changed, but not the thoughts of people. Still countries blame each other for everything. Still several innocent kazukus die. Still birthdays become death day everywhere in the world. The nuclear attack in 1945 not only poisoned the physical forms of living world, but they poisoned humanity as a whole. Surviving in this poisoned world, each one of us should pledge to cleanse ourselves, awaken our soul and try to make world a better place to nest in to avoid the mega apocalypse which if strikes would annihilate the trace of life from earth. I am speechless. I don't know like what to say. <laughs> Living in these current situations where in this turmoil of COVID pandemic and uh, reading the story about how humanity was lost due to wars is something very heart-wrenching. And I hope what Dr. Shritama Das has said that we try to make world a better place. So we will, yes. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to this story and uh, we'll come up with one beautiful piece from our treasure next week on Friday. Till then, stay tuned and keep listening to Ink Feathers Podcast. <laughs>